up, bud? What's up? BJ, Ooh, and Daryl bring to you Bud's Watch Wrestling. I'm BJ. Ooh, and I'm Daryl, and this week we watched wrestling. Yeah, we did. Well, kind of. Kind of. It's um, earlier than normal. Yeah. We're recording on a Thursday. On a Thursday. Because neither of us have to work because it's America's birthday. America. Day. Happy birthday, America. Happy birthday to you. No, that's copyright. Shh, we'll get sued. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, we will. I know. One of those 20 people out there could be the guy who wrote the birthday song. Or his family. Could. You don't know. Pretty sure that song is not copyrighted. It used to be. Well, yeah, most things used to be. That's why it's never, no one ever sings it in movies or TVs or. I'm pretty sure that's not true and that I've seen it sing on TV and Uh movies and whatnot. No. Well, whatever. (laughs) Uh, So, wrestling? Wrestling. I watched 205. I watched Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. So. Well, they uh, definitely some changes are already showing up um, on Monday Night Raw with Paul Heyman apparently working um, alongside Vince McMahon through the duration of Monday Night Raw, and it got a little bit edgier. Um, you had Braun Strowman and Bobby Lashley tearing through the screen uh, through the big. Yeah. Video monitor screen things at the entranceway and electricity was shooting all dope. over the place and whatnot. And um we had Kofi Kingston giving the middle finger to Oh, it was that way until like two thousand fifteen. Let's see. It just yeah. But that's why previously. Gotcha. So anyway, yeah, uh the the fucking explosions were dope as shit. And he had Michael Cole yell, holy shit. No, Corey Graves. Oh, uh, Corey Graves. Michael Cole, if that would have been hilarious. I thought it was Michael Cole. No, it was Corey Graves. That would have been better if it was Cole. Oh, yeah. But yeah, so that happened. Um, yeah. Holy shit. Holy shit. It was good. It was good, though. It was something different. Yes. That part they got right. It seems like what they fucked up was they still had to have every match just abruptly stop or whatever before commercial break and then restart afterwards, which is dumb as yeah. shit. And just have the match keep going. Well, yeah. It's there's just everything's either two out of three falls or they add people to make it a six man or two, you know, tag team or yeah, that shit sucks. Yeah. But the stuff that's happening like, if you can put that shit aside, the matches aside, the stories are kind of... If I can put it. the wrestling matches aside right. the wrestling shows. Right. Um, the actually, 24-7 title still has been really fun again this week. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Drake won it back again mm-hmm. and left with his wife for his honeymoon with yeah. the belt. And I don't know if you saw, but he put little stickers on the side mm-hmm. plates. He's so he's got his customized plates, side yeah. plates now, mm-hmm. which was fucking yeah. hilarious. And they take they took their honeymoon in uh, sunny Orlando, Florida. Yes, yeah, where they live. Right. So it was going to take her to see Mickey Mouse. That's what he said. Um, Street Profits debuted, even yeah. though he got spoiled at the beginning. Did you see about that? No, I did not. Uh, like right at the beginning, they two second clip of them backstage, somehow, uh, and it cut away. They accidentally cut to the camera at, that they too were... Too soon. At too soon. That was and, stupid. Yeah. 
Um, Actually, I think them being there is dumb. Why are they there? There's no know. reason for it. They need there to be no on NXT working right. on becoming the greatest NXT tag team champions yeah. ever. Yeah, I don't understand. Still probably belongs to the Ascension at but this they were, point. They were entertaining, at least. Uh, revival. What, the longest? The, the just the best. Revival, DIY, they were better. <sighs> Ascension's run was so long, though. Yeah. I think so, you got to give them the nod. I don't know. Um, what else happened? Oh, they're doing like a bunch of mixed tag shit now to build up. Yeah, which uh, Becky Lynch got Mike Kanellis to tap out after she knocked up Mike's wife. Yeah. And, um... It's not Mike's wife. It's Maria Kanellis. That's Mike's wife. Mike Kanellis' wife is Maria Kanellis. Becky knocked her up. No. Mike's Maria's husband. It's the same fucking thing. No. Yes, it is. And anyways... Actually, um, she's... He's her bitch. I mean, that's probably true. That, but yeah, well, that's what she said. She said you're. He's a, her bitch. Oh, oh. Yeah. Using dirty yeah, words. Becky got Maria pregnant. And right. Yeah. Mike's butthurt about it. They can. He was still butthurt on two of five. Yeah. Um. But yeah, she's all preggers. So. Yeah. And apparently, they're saying that. She didn't tell them until after they signed their new five-year contract. I saw that, yeah. And I don't remember if we said it on air or off air, but I know we talked about we it. Said we it. I think we said it on, because I seem to remember yeah. hearing it on the replay. We joked about it. Yeah, yeah. She's going to get pregnant again, and here we are. Here we are. I don't understand why they brought them to Raw just to write her off again. Like, are they going to, I mean, I don't understand. Unless she's going to work while she's pregnant and just make sure she stays away from things. but Maybe uh, for whatever reason they're also trying to get more eyes on 205. Even though yeah. it seems like it's been doing better. At least the live crowds have been so much better for 205 mm-hmm. in the last year or so than they were at first. They were bad at first. Oh, yeah. They were barely filling the But now everybody seats. realizes 205 Live is the most electrifying hour of television. Mm-hmm. Even though, Every week. Yeah. Even though it has a uh, GM that's kind of fucking things up. but No, he's not. He's doing a great job. And it's only 45 minutes most weeks, and it's yeah. not even an hour. But it's still the most electrifying hour. They don't even need the full hour to be the most electrifying hour in sports entertainment history. Mm-hmm. Um, there was more Carmella, or more Nikki Cross and Alexa stuff, and which yeah. is whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then the main event of all, the U.S. Championship match was go. Yeah, Ricochet and AJ Styles had a, yeah. a phenomenal match. And the uh, club is back in the saddle again. I do think it's dumb that they just did the exact same thing they did with John Cena. And mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw it, but it was mm-hmm. literally the exact same thing. Right. Like, I saw the two side-by-sides, and it's, right. I mean, beat for beat. I'm but, okay with it. It was... I like the Hill Club. My, yeah. It was cool. my second favorite. I don't know why the club ever broke up in the first place. No. I hope Finn gets involved. I mean, isn't he still the Intercontinental Champion? Yeah. Where the fuck's he been? Um, I haven't seen that dude since like Superstar Shakedown yeah. or some more shit. He's got that new. Chip. And I didn't even see that. He got engaged, and who knows? 
And I was just kind of I'll fuck around. Like, like I got engaged, it didn't prevent me from being on TV. Yeah, it did. No, it didn't. It had nothing See, to do with reason. me not being on TV. No, dude. Yeah, dude. No. Someone stopped at the house one time and was like, is Daryl here? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, no. And they're like, well, is he married? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, well, then he can't be on TV. And I'm like, oh, that sucks. And I forgot to tell you. <laughs> so see, you, if you weren't married, you could have been on TV. No, right? that's stupid. That's what that guy um, told me. So yeah, I guess SmackDown <laughs> didn't do very much at no. all differently, and it still sucked pretty much. Yeah, they... Uh, Shane McMahon was on it. I'm so done with Shane McMahon. But he's the best in the world. I don't give a shit. Uh... Paula Cruz was on my television. That was fun. Wasn't Abby the Witch popped up behind him? Wasn't it Abby that popped up behind him? Mm, that was last week. Oh. Yeah, but he actually wrestled against Andrade. It was kind of cool. Uh, Andrade Sh- and Zelina called out Seth and Becky for a mixed yeah. tag match. For I don't know week. if that's going to happen or not. But they, yeah, they said it's going to happen Monday. I assumed it would since they so, called him out, but yeah. that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. I like uh, both. Yeah. Shelton Benjamin was looked high as shit oh, on TV. Maybe he was. Like they asked him, uh, like he'd smoked a little too much, or like high, like on dope high. Like high on like he smokes a little. Too okay, much. that's cool. And good uh, for him. He wasn't. I mean, obviously. I'll but, say where were they at? Uh, I don't know. it's probably it's probably legal there, so that's fine. But um, no, they asked him who he would win. Who would win the who? Yeah, who would win the title at Extreme Rules? And he just kind of looked off into space, dazed as shit, and then smiled, and then it cut away, and that was it. <laughs> so I don't know what that was about. That's but, pretty awesome. Uh-huh. You know, we forgot to talk about last week. There was a backstage segment uh, interviewing AJ Styles, and I don't remember which bitch it was because I didn't actually watch it, but she's like. So, AJ, give us an update on the injury. And he's like, well, I've been working out. And she's like, well, that's enough about that, AJ. Oh, yeah. We don't want to hear about that shit anymore. Yeah, that's Charlie Caruso. Was she's that Charlie? Been doing that. Yeah. She's just been cutting people off and being mm-hmm. a bitch? Mm-hmm. Why? Because she wants to. It's funny. I mean, that was pretty funny. Yeah, it is pretty funny. Because, yeah, she'll ask him a question. And fuck you, AJ. Nobody cares mm-hmm. about how you're doing. Or she'll make, like, snide little remarks or, you know, kind of cut them down and... She's like the heel backstage announcer. It's pretty, pretty okay. Uh, yeah, but yeah, and then should have turned Todd Pett and Gil Hill. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd have been fantastic. Um, and they're also heavy machinery is getting added to the tag team title match at Extreme Rules too. Who's in this match already? New Day, uh, New Day, and the champions. Uh, is this Raw or SmackDown? SmackDown. So, so is it still Brian Daniel Bryan and, and Rowan? Rowan? Mm-hmm. So it's a triple threat tag match now. Yeah. Is, you, what's yeah. the stipulation? Just that it's a triple threat? I think so. It's not really extreme rules. Like, I mean, we still got a week. We need a ladder or something. Is there any ladder matches yet? Uh, so I don't that, know shit about that. That was weird. Um, like, I don't know shit about what's going on well, on com- or commentary or someone said like on the show that the rumor was the Joe 
And Kofi match is going to be a ladder match. Why is that a rumor? You, you were on the show, like, either it is They were doing things like that this week. Oh, that's like, stupid. Everything was, we're not for sure, but we heard this rumor, especially, like, with the Braun Strowman shit at the hospital. I hope it's just a temporary and, trying to feel out what the crowd actually wants kind of thing. Yeah, they're trying to, Heyman's trying to get his foot on you No know one, uh, NXT did this week in the mm-hmm. intro... They changed their intro video package, mm-hmm. and it no longer has the entire roster standing around singing the lyrics to the Slipknot song. Oh, okay. Because apparently the fans have been bitching about it, and they changed it like that and cut it out because fans thought it was stupid. Huh. That's how fast you can react to this, because right. you have the largest social media of anybody in the fucking world. Mm-hmm. It's not that, like, guys, not that hard. You know it's what? You know what hard. WWE needs? They need me. And I can run some data analytics on all their social media stuff, all their shit, and then just listen to the people. It's like, hey, you're a writer, so your job is to write the second and fifth segment of every Monday Night Raw. Right. Go. Or give them certain people. These are your. This is your pool mm-hmm. of talent to choose from for your two segments that right. you have to write. You have these six people to choose from this week. Yeah. And next week you'll get four of these six back and two additional people will rotate in. They should just draw names out of a hat. I, I don't think so. I think you should team no. the same writers up with the same yeah. talent and then that way they start to build a rapport and actually work together. Like the right. way Edge and Christian always talked with how they worked with Brian Gewertz. Right. I don't know how you actually say his Words. name. Because I've heard it pronounced 350 million different ways. The G-Man. The G-Man. Brian uh, Gewertz. G words. G words. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. No. NXT was really good this week, though. I love. I didn't this. watch, but I heard the Roddy Strong Tyler Breeze match was was pretty spectacular in particular. That's not. That's UK. I think. No. Oh, the Roddy Strong who? Tyler, Tyler Breeze. Oh, I thought you said Tyler Bate. No. And I didn't hear the first part. Yeah, that was really fun. <laughs> but no, this breakout tournament. I am loving it. Uh, Shane Strickland wrestled this yeah, week, didn't Shane he? Shane yeah. Strickland and um, I can't think because he, he they both got new names, but it, and Trevor Lee. Oh, okay, Trevor Lee's his opponent. Yeah. Okay, and I saw the names and I know that I recognized it because they gave. Uh, yeah, he's still Swerve. Right, they gave they kept Swerve, so I recognized Shane Strickland's name. nickname as Moniker of Swerve, yeah. but I didn't recognize the other guy's name. I didn't recognize yeah, I don't it. But yeah, it's his is new too. But so that's Trevor Lee, Lee, okay. Fucking hell of a match. Treat, treat, oh, I bet those guys had a good match. Trevor's uh, move set is really good. That's cool. And yeah, it was a really fun match. Um, I'll check it out for sure. Yeah. And yeah, the main event then Tyler Breeze and Roddy. Roddy was, yeah, really fun. Yeah, that looked like a really good match. And there was a Bianca Belair match thrown in there. She beat the shit out of Oh, yeah, and she just squashed somebody pretty brutally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw that, too. But, yeah, that was fun. And then cool. I don't know what happened on UK, because... I didn't watch it yet, either, so... I usually... I don't know what I did. I played... Video games. Me, too. Yeah. Last night. News and rumors? Uh, sure. That's why we're in WWE talk. We'll just keep going with anything yeah. else there. Um, AJ Lee apparently has been 
talking wrestling again. There's oh, yeah? been some rumors some about a pro wrestling return. Okay. I mean, kind of hard to believe, but uh, yeah, I guess just in an interview, she's basically saying, never say never, don't hold your breath, but I, you know, I don't know what the future holds, but that she's still optimistic about a return at some point. So, yes. um, I'd be all about that. Mm-hmm. Especially in AEW. I'd be fine with her coming back to WWE, honestly. I mean, I would be too, but... Um, we, we started talking about it. I guess we did talk about it because I mentioned that Andrade and Zelina are wrestling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, that was one of mine. So, um, AEW has booked a new match, a new six-man tag match for mm-hmm. Fight for the Fallen. Very odd. We've got, uh, what, Darby Allen, Jimmy Havoc, and Joey Janela mm-hmm. taking on the team of Sean Spears or Ty Dillinger for you WWE fans out there. Uh, MJF and Sammy Guevara. Yeah. It's gonna be fucking fun. Yeah, that should be a fun match. Um, MJF wasn't happy about it. Well, I mean, he shouldn't be. Right. Yeah. I hope the faces win in that one, because that'll be... I think it's gonna be cool either way, so... Either way, I'm looking forward to it. I'm so glad that Darby Allen got... is getting this push. Did you see people were giving him shit for some of the stuff he took? And he um, responded with one of his skating videos. He's like, I'm going to do this shit whether it's in the wrestling ring or not. And it was like him doing, I mean, just some crazy, stupid fucking tricks. I did not see that, but that's pretty cool. I mean, that's what this guy is. He's he's basically an adrenaline junkie. And he's straight edge, but this is how he gets his high is doing all this stupid fucking shit. It's fun. It is. I think I talked about it last week. The the episode of the wrestlers about him is amazing. Mm-hmm. You should check it out. Yeah, we've talked about that. Yeah, on here. I know. Um, I just, I just really. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. No, I get it. Go ahead. Um, what else? Yeah. Uh, we already we touched on it, but um, numerous sources saying the WWE is actively leaving the PG era behind Mm -hmm. and starting to market more teens which is one of the reasons we've been seeing superstar Ricochet getting pushed Paul Heyman personally believes that he's going to be huge for the team demographic for him so So, here's my opinion look at this wrestling in the late 80's early 90's was all marketed to kids Mm -hmm. got us addicted and by the late 90s, we were all teens, and then they switched, and that's what it got to. Right. Now, our kids in the late late uh, aughts and through the early 2000s was all PG, getting the ki- our kids hooked. hooked. And now, our kids are becoming teenagers, and what are they doing? Going, They're switching it back going, up. Yep. And the same thing is going to happen in another 20 years. Probably. I mean, everybody knows just the cycle. Just, it's, just, it's very it soliloquial. It is. And it's dope. It is pretty cool to see. It is. Um, apparently, the reason we don't know who knocked on Aleister Black's door yet is because they changed their mind on who knocked on Aleister Black's door after they knocked on it. Okay. 
no reports on who is who, but the big rumors that originally it was going to be Bray, and since it's been talked, and they're not going to do Bray Black already and wasted. Um, I had seen a couple different names, but none of them was from a reputable source, so I didn't take right. note of any of them. Yeah, I saw a couple too. I can't remember what. Yeah, none of them were from I a think... source I recognized, so I didn't put a lot of stock no. into it. But I think uh... I don't know who I want it to be. If it's not, because I mean, I want it to be Bray, but I don't want it to be Bray. Like it would be, the, the story, story would be amazing, but both of those guys need some wins yeah. to build their characters and build their stocks. More. Exactly. Um, I don't know. Should just be Ricochet. Mm-hmm. That'd be great. Um, as confirmed by the man himself, Eric Bischoff was not at SmackDown this week. Okay. In fact, uh, on eighty-three weeks, he informed all of us that he's moving there to mm-hmm. Connecticut, and that he. Uh, this coming week, the ninth, will be his first Tuesday there at SmackDown. Okay. So him so and his wife were actually why. moving there, and they were in the process of packing and uh, okay. getting rid of all their stuff. See, and that makes sense. There. because And that's why Raw seemed to change so dramatically versus SmackDown right. is because nothing literally changed on SmackDown because, because Eric Bischoff there. wasn't there. Nice. Um, yeah, I so, saw, yeah. yeah, I saw basically Paul Heyman was, when he was there, he sat beside he was sitting right beside McMahon like a whole yeah. show in Gorilla so um yeah it was a, it was a fun 83 weeks mm-hmm. this week but um next I week's weeks next week's is gonna be spectacular so next week um on 83 weeks they're going to watch a episode from Monday Night Raw during that time frame uh do a live watch along Eric is with uh, Conrad, and then on something to wrestle with, Bruce is going to watch the Nitro from the exact same week that Eric's nice. watching the Raw from, and they're going to do a live watch along on that show. And the coolest thing is, is I don't remember what happens on Raw that week. I'm pretty sure it's the DX Nation and Domination skit. Oh. But on Nitro is Goldberg beating Hulk Hogan in the Georgia Dome for the WCW nice. Championship. So, that should be pretty fun. I'm looking forward to yeah. next week for that. And I'm on vacation, too, so i got plenty of time to listen to nice. him. So, I'll That's probably back-to-back him on Wednesday after Bruce comes out. Nice. And just sit down, maybe even with the kids. Oh, no, it's Attitude Air. I can't watch out with the kids. Yeah. Aiden may even not need it yet. Right. Um... Becky Lynch confirmed through social media that she did, in fact, knock up Maria Kanellis. Mm-hmm. I so. saw that. Someone made a I Got Impregnated by Becky t-shirt. Yeah. That was pretty I cool. saw that, too. Uh, Ronda Rousey misses wrestling. Okay, let her. She's been vocal about it. and oh, yeah. There's now rumors that she's going to be back sooner rather than later because I guess she didn't get knocked up. So I guess Destination Impregnation was a failure. I don't miss her. Um, me either. I'm just saying. Me either. I feel like... Uh, Unless they're going to do a Four Horsemen versus Four Horsemen. That's the only reason I would Which do I don't see happening, because it seems like they're never going to do anything with Baszler on the women's division, even though she deserves to be up there doing shit with those women, more yeah. so than the Street Profits deserve to be on the main roster, mm-hmm. or even the Authors of Pain, or... I, a handful I, of other people yeah, that have been moved up already. I feel like the Street Profits was a Heyman decision. Because you're trying to attract the teen audience, and mm-hmm. I get it. I just And that's also why I guess he's 
they just won the titles though. Ricochet like let's let them. Yeah, I said we said that. Yeah. Already. But uh, Seth Rollins apologized. Yeah, to Will Osprey. I did see that. Too. And Osprey accepted his apology and said, "Just yes. buy me a Nando's." Also, yes. I need a Nando's. I need to know what this Nando's is. There's some in Chicago. We should, we should go find while we're there because I need to find out what this is all about. Yeah. Because I hear about them all the time and I have for years and years and years and I've never had Nando's. So. Um, and probably the biggest news of the week, hmm. and I think this might be the last thing I have. Okay. John Cena got a haircut. Oh, I saw that. Actually, it was pretty good. Yeah. About time that other haircut was fucking stupid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, that was the last thing I had for this week. Cool. Um. What do you got for us, BJ? Apparently, Gallows and Anderson have um agreed to their new deals, but yes. they haven't signed them yet. I saw so, that. Yeah. And that's uh, most likely part of the deal is. The club reuniting. Right. And that's what got them to sign. So. That's what, yeah, all the rumor is, but hopefully, hopefully it's not just a hot shot angle to get them to resign and then they take them back off TV. Right. No, they got to do something with it this time. I like Allison Anderson too much. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I would love to see, like you said, Finn join him, give AJ the US title, Finn the Intercontinental, Gallows and Anderson one of the tag titles. Maybe the women's. It's like if you want to, you want to battle AEW. Like you have the original club. You've right. done nothing with most of the original club. I mean, they don't have. Yeah. Tama. Right. That would be uh, bad luck. Uh, yeah. Tama's gonna be fighting someone. Who's that? I saw that this morning. Um. The buds. The buds. Uh oh, Joey Janela. I think. That'll be fun. I think that's what it was. Um, Shawn Michaels says he won't get into the ring again. Yeah, I've heard him say that before. Yeah. I I think this one's for real. I do too, but I've heard him say it before. But yeah, I don't have this anymore. Um, Lost a little bit more respect, or a little bit of uh, respect for Jeff Cobb this week. He said uh, that Flat Earthers make... Oh, God, I listened to the whole fucking thing. Everybody's taking it out of context. It wasn't that bad. Like, that's not... Like, that's not where he was coming from with it. Like, yes, he said that, but out of the whole context of the conversation, that's not entirely what he... Like, he didn't come out and say, I'm a flat earther and this is what I believe. Uh He's just saying, like... You know, some of the things they say make sense. And you know what? Oh, yeah. Some of the things they say does make fucking sense. Because yeah. if there wasn't a hint of logic in there, nobody believed the shit. Right. you got to have some logic some tied in. Yeah. Like, some of it makes a lot of fucking sense. Mm-hmm. Like, the like I don't know what, because it's been a long time since I've listened to any of the Flat Earth stuff, but Jericho had a Flat Earth run not too long ago, yeah. and I listened to the whole thing. It was really fucking good. Like, the guy made a lot of sense. Right. Do I think the Earth's flat? Fuck no, but the guy had a lot of smart things to say. Yeah. But yeah, I do, like... Actually, the best part of that is, like, Cobb admits like two or three times he's not the smartest guy throughout yeah, the interview. That's too. what I was gonna, <laughs> gonna put. And yeah, I had that too. It was it was pretty it was a pretty good interview though. I enjoyed mm-hmm. it. Uh, one more thing. Um. So they don't have the 
I guess there's no numbers on what bought on Bleacher Report Live, but apparently worldwide they sold uh, 14,000 buys for Fighter Fest uh, internationally. Not too shabby. So, and obviously, yeah, Bleacher Report was free. Free so for us, yeah. Didn't matter. Um, I mean, keeping that momentum going and giving the next two away for free is oh. so smart. It averaged a hundred. I did. There's the second one. They averaged one hundred and forty thousand on Bleacher Report. It's what they need. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, Fight for the Fallen does a little bit better. The really the only complaints I've heard about the entire show were the pre-show and Cody's headshot. Mm-hmm. That was it. That was only my only complaint. Like, the pre-show. And I mean, I thought the first match, the pre-show was okay. The pre-show, the tag match, the pre-show, it wasn't my thing. Mm-hmm. And I guess what I didn't like about it is, is that if that's what you were hoping to suck people into your main show with, your pre-show is as worthless as WWE's because nobody's going to watch the main show based upon the strength of that right, pre-show. Yeah. And like to me, that's what your pre-show is supposed to do. Mm-hmm. You've got the matches on there. You're trying to suck people in with the various stories. And I feel like we focus too much on the jabroni guy, Jopaloni, whatever, the video game jabroni. Yeah. And uh, the librarian deal, which... Mm-hmm. Yeah, the librarian thing was, I don't was a little weak, but I feel like... I don't feel like they should quit on it yet. I feel like there's something there. It's just they're not there yet. Shushing into a microphone is never the best of ideas. Right. But I feel like there's something that could work with those characters. They just need a little bit more time to play it out. I don't want to see them scrap it. I like the dual librarian gimmick. I liked it since they announced them on. Yeah. Well, oh, I didn't notice that part. I just saw apparently that the next buy-in pre-show is going to be that six-man tag we talked about is going to be oh that's going to be on the yeah on the buy-in show so that'll automatically that should help suck people in yeah that's 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 why they have and that's why they have such weird teams Mm -hmm. and guys that seem that i don't know these teams don't seem like they go together no they don't i mean darby allen and jimmy havoc those two in particular i can like those three make more sense havoc Allen and Janela for sure. MJF, Sean Spears, and Sammy Guevara don't. Especially since MJF is Cody's best friend. And, you know, Sean Spears hit him in the head right. with a fucking chair. Well, that's why MJ, one of the reasons MJF's not happy. Right. Well, I would yeah, assume. Exactly. So, so, yeah. Um, And then. Oh, and sadly, we did have two deaths this week. Yeah. Um, Max. Was it Max Muscle passed away, old WCW, mm-hmm. and then uh, Mexican legend Pedro El Pedro Aguayo. Yep, <clears throat> passed away. Yes, just today. So, yeah, um, last night. Yeah, something. Like saw it before I went to bed. Mm-hmm. I saw it this morning when I woke up. Yeah, I saw it last night before I went to bed. So, well, let's move on to birthday death day. There we go. I don't have any death days this week. That's, well... I did not recognize out of the very couple names that were there for the week. This is the week of uh, July 7th to the 13th, buds. Um, I don't... I didn't recognize any of the names. And, like, I clicked on the links and didn't recognize... Most of them were old, like, before our time guys or guys that never Mm -hmm. made it out of, like, all Japan. And I'm not very familiar with all Japan at all. But we do got some birthdays. Birthday, birthday. 
Um, on July 8th, we have Marcel Barthel nice. and Undaryl celebrating their birthdays. Yeah. Um, also, July 8th, I thought since it was my birthday and I'm the one that does this research, I could look up some fun facts. Uh, the first ever WWF King of the Ring was held okay. on my birthday back in 1985. Nice. Which saw Don Morocco beat the Iron Sheik in the finals to become the first ever King of the Ring. Mm-hmm. And in the main event saw Hulk Hogan defend the WWF World Heavyweight Championship against Nikolai Volkov. Uh, on July 9th birthdays, we've got Shelton Benjamin, PN News, Mark Marrow and Kevin Nash. On the 10th, we have Johnny Grunge, Dwayne Gill, or Gilberg for you WWE fans out there, uh, Billy Jack Haynes, and Bobo Brazil. On the 11th, we have Kay Lee Ray and the immortal Hulk Hogan. Uh, on the 12th, we Not have... When's Hollywood uh, his is also on the 11th of July, That's coincidentally. Awesome. That's awesome. On the 12th, we have Hurricane Helms and Rene Goulet. And on the 13th, we have Jake Crist and Sean Waltman. Or X-Pac for you WWE fans out there. Or 6 for you WCW fans out there. Or 123Kid for you WWF fans out there. Or Lightning Kid for you Smoky Mountain fans out there. And that's birthday death day. Yep. Top 100 resort? Sure. As you buds know, we have been going have through been. the yeah. top 100 list of wrestlers from Bleacher Report in 2011, watching a match from each and sharing it with you buds, and then resorting and locking in uh, basically 10 guys at a time. So we just finished watching numbers 40 through 31, and now we're going to resort those 20, starting with number 50. Originally, number 50 was Iron Sheik, and at number 50, I have El Matador Tito Santana. Mm -hmm. I got Kane. Yeah. Kane the Under... Yeah. Just Kane. Kane. Yeah, the big red machine. Not Kane the Undertaker. Uh, Right. At 49 was Stan Hansen, and that's where I put Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff. And I feel sorry, not sorry, but I put Bruno Zamartino. I understand. Uh, Number 48 was originally the Crippler, Chris Benoit, Mm -hmm. and that's where I put Kane. And I put Superstar Billy Graham. Number 47 was the one and only Pedro Morales, and at number 47 I put the model Rick Martel. I put (coughs) Christian. Number 46 was originally Randy Orton, and that is where I put Bruno San Martino. Shit. I got lost. 46. Scott Hall. Yes. Razor Ramon, if you will. Yes. Number 45 was originally Kane, who we both placed, and that's where I put Superstar Billy Graham. And I put Mick Foley. Uh, 44 is where Mick Foley was originally at, and that's where I placed Razor Ramon, Scott Hall. Mm -hmm. And I put Mr. Wonderful. Way farther up than I did. Paul Orndorff. Uh, number 43 was originally the liar, the cheater, and the stiller, Eddie Guerrero. And that's where I placed Christian. Then I put Tito there. Number 42 was originally Edge, and that's where I placed Jerry, the king of Memphis, Lawler. Mm-hmm. And I put Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. And number 41 was originally Scott Razor, Ramon Hall. And that's where I placed Mick Cactus, Jack, Do Love, Mankind, Foley. And I put the model, Rick Martel. And that's who's locked in. Yep. 
Um, still eligible to be moved around on the list is number 40s to 31. So 40 was originally El Matador, and that's where I placed the legendary Bob Backlund. And I put Ray Mysterio. 39 was originally Chris Jericho, and that's where I placed Randy Orton. And that's where I have Jerry Lawler. Number 38 was originally Bob Backlund, and I placed Ray Mysterio there. And I put Larry Zabisco. 37, Rick Martel is where I placed Larry Zabisco. And I put Bob back on there. Um, and then our lists are the same the rest of the way down. 36 was Rick Rude. We have, we have Edge. Uh, number 35 was Paul Orndorff. And we have AJ Styles. Number 34 was Superstar Billy Graham. And we have Chris Benoit. 33 was Jerry Lawler. Eddie Guerrero. Number 32 was Bruno. Rick Rude. And number 31, Larry Zabisco. Chris Jericho. Chris motherfucking. So we're to the top six are exactly the same. Mm-hmm. And then it's all downhill. And then it's all mixed up from that spot on. Yeah. So, yeah. And uh, well, next honestly, week we have most of the people. Was it Randy Orton's the only one? Randy Orton and Jerry Lawler are the only ones that we have locked in differently, or not locked in differently. Um. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I've got Lawler locked in, and you've got Orton locked in. Right, in the exact same spot. Yeah. At 42. So That is funny. And then, yeah. We that just, is funny we that we flopped them. Yeah. It's yeah. um, neat. Mm-hmm. All right. So next week, buds, we'll be talking about number 30, the million-dollar man, Ted DiBiase. And number 29, the game, the king of kings. Hunter Hearst Helmsley, Triple H. Headed home, homie. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, Best and worst of the year? Yeah. Did you have... Yeah, you have the list. I do have the list here. That's good. So, uh, do you want to do best or worst? Yeah. Or go um, back and forth. Well, I guess we should tell the buds what we're doing. So we're just going to, got, we got a bunch of categories. We yeah. did this last year on the 4th of July, except it was just a little but a so then. But we're going right. to throw it in with the normals here. Yeah. And um, we're going to go and basically just pick some best and worst in multiple categories yep. so far for 2019. Yep. See what we like and don't like. I just will do best and worst of each and go back and forth. Okay. So we'll just start at the bottom and work our way back up to the top. Most entertaining female this year. This year. This year. Um, I mean, it's got to be Becky. You're going to go with Becky? Since, yeah, since 101, yeah. I'm going to go with Becky as well for the most. Yeah. Uh, the Suka, Su, Sukoya, Yoka, Nama, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. I'm making up still right now, but yeah. The two Joshi wrestlers. Yes. Yeah. The one that was just in the match with Rio, Mm -hmm. her in particular would be my second most because she moved ahead of Rio after this match that they just had. That was fantastic. They only showed up. This is only the second show that you've seen them on, and that's why. But yeah, Becky's been Becky right. Becky's been on a lot more. WrestleMania was amazing. Mm -hmm. Like her moment at Mania was fantastic. The build to Mania was awesome for her. So yeah. Um, and then the flip of that, least entertaining female this year. Least entertaining female. Mine's easy. I'm going with Ronda Rousey. Outside of the Becky thing, I could give two shits less. Half of that, I didn't like what Ronda did within the storyline, especially yeah. the social media breaking kayfabe. Just the way she did it was cringy and not my thing. Yeah. I'm pulling Jim Cornette on this one. She's killing the business. Yeah. Um, not really, but. I agree with you, honestly. I, uh, 
she takes the cake after this whole librarian thing, though, that we've talked about so many times. Yeah. If Leva Bates keeps that up, she's Yeah, gonna, Blue Pants might take the least female, female right? Let's just do the flip then. Most entertaining male. Entertaining. Most entertaining. Most entertaining. Yes. Um, I mean, it's got to be... It's got to be Kofi this year. Everything he's done since... that Right before the Elimination Chamber and stuff until now has been most entertaining, most consistent things on my television. Um, you know, consistency doesn't... You can be inconsistent and still be the most entertaining, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm going with, um, for me, most entertaining male. The breakout this year has been Dean Ambrose slash John Moxley. Yeah. Everything he's done as Moxley's been gold. Most of what he did as Ambrose was fantastic this year as well. So, yeah. I got to go with Dean Moxley for this one. He's been mo- he's been the most entertaining for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about Least? Least, uh, Shane McMahon. Shane McMahon. Yeah, I'm so sick of yeah. Shane McMahon. Like, Baron every Corbin's, time he comes on my TV, mm-hmm. Baron Corbin's a close second, close but second, Shane McMahon. But yeah. Um, yeah. best promo of the year. Best promo of the year. Mm-hmm. <sighs> um, I can't just pick one, so I'm just gonna say Firefly Funhouse. Yeah. Nothing's come close. No, not at all. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, just the whole the whole thing. Yeah, I can't. I, and I can't pick one over another one. Uh uh-uh. I think I think the Muscle Man Dance episode. That might my be my favorite because the Muscle Man Dance is pretty yeah. fucking fantastic. Yeah, and Vince and Huskus and yeah. Evil Vince is pretty sweet too. Mm-hmm. Uh, worst promo. Honestly, probably just because, again, it's fresh on the brain, but that librarian shit at the beginning. <laughs> that the, was pretty bad. That was pretty bad, yeah. Um, I, can't, I can't think of any that were there really, was, really bad. There was, uh, there was one of the um, moment of blisses that was pretty um, cringeworthy. Yeah. I think there was but I still there. think the librarian segment might take yeah. it for that, worst. The I just really didn't like the Shane McMahon Drew McIntyre when he was drinking yeah. out of the fucking trophy and yeah fuck that that was pretty stupid yeah so, um best feud of the year best feud of the year so far and I'm showing that we did this for both men and women separately so how about okay. best male feud um, of the year your favorite. Or your favorite, whichever. That's what we listed best slash favorite for all these. Right. So, um, hmm. hasn't been any like one feud. That's yeah, really... there's not been a real standout. No, um, yeah. it wasn't much of a few, but Dustin Cody ranks up there. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't a long, long feud, mm-hmm. but that was pretty good. Gargano Cole's been fun. Yeah, Gargano so Cole's been pretty fantastic. So um, Dream and Breeze, this feud was really fun. I think I'd still put the other two ahead of that one. Yeah. What about uh, female? female? I think Becky Ronda has to be. Yeah, Becky Ronda. Becky made that and feud. I've, I enjoyed Io and 
Yeah, Aeon Baszler's and been Baszler pretty fun well. too. Yeah, with mm-hmm. Candice's involvement and mm-hmm. Jessamine and yeah. Marina Schiffer's. Yeah, I can agree with that. Yeah. How about worst feud of the year for males? Um, I, mine's easy. Dolph Ziggler, Kofi Kingston, tied with Seth Rollins and Baron Corbin. Yeah. Don't give a shit about either of those. Not not a fuck all mm-hmm. given. Not single uh, one. I'm going to go with Baron Corbin and Kurt Angle. Oh, fuck yeah. That's what I'm going to go I'm not because Angle picked it. Yeah. I That's still it. hate it. Yeah, I, I get it, dude. I get it. <laughs> yeah. I was just, for it being his final match and blow, all that. And worse, like that. worse. No, Undertaker and Goldberg. <laughs> That's just a match. Yeah, that's true. I don't think that counts. There was no yeah, real big build-up. or they, I guess they did a build-up. Yeah, up you're right. There was a build. You're right. Yeah, that one was pretty good. All right. Yeah, that was pretty awful. Mm-hmm. I was saving that one for yeah. worst match of the year. When yeah, we get that's to that. totally. What about worst women's feud for the year so far? Um, I'm going to say Dana Brooke and Natalia because it lasted for one backstage segment, and then that was it. Yeah. And that was the worst. Um, <laughs> that's, um, that's best uh, best women's match of the year. Best women's match of the year. Probably that triple threat. That's what I was thinking. From AW, yeah. That's my thought. Yeah, I think that's going to be mine too. Mm-hmm. Worst women's match this year. I don't, that one's too hard. That, yeah. There haven't been any like really awful no. standout no. women's matches this year. No. Uh, we'll just go with, it's probably the same one we picked last year. Uh, Bailey, Alexa Bliss, Kendo Stick on a Pole match or whatever the fuck that was. That was pretty bad from last it's year. It's bad yeah. enough it, it, it wins it a year later. Yeah. About best men's match. Best men's It is really hard. It's either Gargano, Adam Cole, or Shingo and Osprey. I think I'm gonna go Shingo Osprey. Yeah, as my match, men's match of the year That's so far. Worst men's match. Worst men's match. Um, Goldberg Undertaker. Goldberg Goldberg Undertaker, which a close second is. Uh, Braun Strowman, Bobby Lashley, tug of war. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or their arm wrestling match. Their arm wrestling too. Yeah. All right, then let's uh, let's knock out the last columns here of the worst with the worst tag team this year. Worst tag team, or least favorite as well. It could be. Yeah. Um. Trying to think of a tag team, I just don't give a shit about. Yeah. Anybody and Shane McMahon. I mean, honestly, yeah. Um. I, I'm just gonna go with Hawkins and Ryder just because they won the titles and did and nothing did until they act, lost them. Yeah. yeah, lost a couple matches and then lost the titles. Right. Yeah, that was horrible. That was pretty bad. Okay, uh, worst female wrestler. That's loud. Um, worst female wrestler. 
I just, I don't know. I always hate Natalia. She annoys me. She's not a, not a bad wrestler, just she's a bad I mean, it's also least favorite. Yeah, so yeah, least favorite. Yeah. I think Nia Jax would be mine. Yeah. She hasn't been around for a while. No, it's hopefully. A, I forgot she existed. Hopefully until she's getting better. The other day. Um, And then worst or least favorite male wrestler this year. I think Baron Corbin might be mine this Corbin year. Or Shane, or Shane McMahon. McMahon. It's got to be those two. Yeah. All right, now let's end on a good note with uh, best tag team this year or best favorite team. tag team this year. Uh, best friends are up there. Yeah. The New Day's always up there. The Usos have been good this year. I love Brian and Rowan right now. Yeah, Brian and Rowan have been fire so far this year. Even though Daniel Bryan is 90% mm-hmm. of why they're fire. Oh, Daniel yeah. Bryan's fire. But yeah, still. Mm-hmm. Whew, that's a hard one. Yeah. I mean, if you go with everything before the call-up and Viking Raiders, War Raiders, whatever. Yeah. Street Profits have been good this year. Mm-hmm. They've been a lot of fun to watch, too. I even enjoy the Forgotten Sons. Yeah, I like the Forgotten Sons a lot. Although I like them more as a faction than a mm-hmm. tag team. But that one's too hard to call, I think. And who knows? Cody and Dustin this week. Could end up. The Young Bucks have been fun this year, yeah. but the Young Bucks are always fun. Right. Um, Best female or favorite female this year. I agree with Becky. Yeah. Becky. Becky's been straight fire this year. I'm and not enjoying right now, but. Last but not least, best male wrestler. Um. I gotta go with Will Ospreay. I think Seth Rollins is a close second. Yeah. I'm gonna go with. See, yeah. It's gotta be Ospreay. And then. I think Adam Cole and Gargano are a close second. Yeah, that's true. They're up there as well. Cause and then Seth Rollins. Just Osprey's had so many good matches with mm-hmm. so many various people. Yeah. Cole and Gargano's have been with Cole and Gargano. You're right. Exactly. So, yeah. although then, Gargano apparently can have a five-star match with anybody and everybody because mm-hmm. he's NXT's five-star machine apparently. Yes. Or he's working on it. Okay. Cool. That was fun. Right. Yeah. And that takes us, BJ, yeah. to G1. Right. Yeah, this weekend is... Uh, yesterday we, for you buds out we, there. Yesterday for you buds. Two days from now for us. Yes. Um, yeah, first night of the G1 in Dallas. And I just figure we'll go over the G1 matches. Yeah. The tag matches are... Right. Whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so bottom of the top. God damn. Good opening first night. Uh, oh, and we're doing A block. This is A block tonight. Correct. I'm hoping next weekend we're going to just predict all of them. Right. See all the way through. All the right. way through. And we'll talk about it with you, buds. Yeah. I mean, I plan on trying to watch every match. Me too. I want to watch the entire. Point. I don't care about the tag matches, but no. I want to try and watch every single match in all the block, both blocks. Right. All the blocks. Both yeah. blocks. Right. A and B. I mean, it's. Good. But this is an A block yeah. here in America. Mm-hmm. This is in LA or Dallas? Dallas. Dallas. This is Dallas. So, yeah. Texas. Yes. Mm-hmm. Not the other Dallas. No. Going through the big D and don't mean Dallas. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. First match of the for the night. Mm-hmm. Um, Will Ospreay versus Lance Archer. Ospreay. Mm-hmm. Easy. I agree. Archer doesn't stand a chance. No. Uh, evil versus Bad Luck Fale. Right. I'm going to take Evil. 
I'm going to actually take Fallout in this one. Okay. Zack Sabre Jr. versus Sonata. Ooh, that was tough too. I'm going to take Zack since I just took Evil. Okay, I'm going to take Sonata. So, good. Uh, Kota Ibushi versus Kenta. Time limit draw. Okay. Um, I think Kenta wins his first I do too, match. but I want it to be a time limit draw. <laughs> and then, Ace versus Ace. Okada versus Stupid Sexy Tanahashi. Okada. I think Okada too. I don't think Tanahashi's going to get any more title matches. So, At least not until he takes a break and comes back, but... I'm also afraid when he takes a break, he's done. I think there's going to be. I think two people are. Like I'm. I think there's two people beating Okada in the G. Osprey's one of them. Osprey's going to win one, and I think Kenna's going to win one. That'd be cool. And then he'll get a title match later. It's just going to really depend on how much they're going to, how much they want to push him right off bat. I guess. Yeah. I yeah. I don't think he makes it to the finals. I don't think he wins. Me either. But I would like to see him. Get a couple good wins and one of them against Okada. So, you know, whatever shows they do down the road, we can get that title match. Right. Because I think that would be a lot of fun. I do too. I think that uh, Kenta match is the one I'm most looking forward to out of those you just called right there. Me too. If Tanahashi wasn't hurt, right. him and Okada, I mean, he might not be by the time the G wants. I don't know. I yeah. haven't seen him wrestle so since Dominion. Weeks. Right. And, I mean, we've seen that match many a time. Yeah. That's why I'm more excited. You know, I want to see matches I haven't seen. Before. Yeah, Kota Ibushi and Kenta should be really fun. Yeah. So, yeah, this is night one. And then night two isn't until the 14th. So Yeah, we got we a couple weeks. Week yeah. After that. Yeah, we got so. Fight for the Fallen and Extreme Rules in between there before right. we even get to that. Yeah. Well, it's the same. Like, I think that it's within 24 hours we get all three of them. Those. Right, right. <laughs> Fight for the Fallen. Yeah. Uh, and then the G1's at like 3 o'clock in the morning or something here. And, and then... Elimination Chamber. No, we, no. Extreme Rules. Extreme Rules. The other E pay-per-view. Yeah. The E stands for Extreme. Speaking of, before we get out of here, do you think uh, with this push, we get some uh, intentional blood on some on at Extreme Rules? Some intentional blood? Mm-hmm. No, I don't think they're going to go that far that quick. Okay. Um, but I don't know card and story well enough. I don't want blood for the sake of blood. Right. Like, I don't want that. I don't like that. I'm not a fan of blood just to have blood. Like, right. that's... Honestly, if you put it in any match, though... I think Joe and Kofi would be a great match to have some blood in. If they do a ladder match, a blow to the head or so, something to Joe, Joe bleeding. I don't want him to win yet. Actually, Kofi bleeding at the top of the... Because you see that... I could that be a great picture. Kofi Standing bleeding at the, the top of the ladder. Top the of the ladder. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be dope. That should happen. That'd be fun. Like, he doesn't have to do it himself. Like, he can give send me front row tickets and an airplane thing, and I'll sit in the front row and I'll cut him. You don't, no one needs to know. Right. I'll do it on the DL. Yeah. I'll hand in that blade on the DL and he can cut himself. Yeah. I don't even have to do it. Hmm. I just need air, 
airfare and food right. and transportation right. and a hotel and front row tickets for me and my yeah. and my bud BJ. Right, that'll work. Let's and the it. first and the first bud to hit us up at Bud's WW on the Twitter. Uh, you're not going to get to go with us, but you can hit me up at D-A-R-R-E-R-R underscore G-U-N-S on the Twitter. Right, and you can hit me up at Beebs2004, that's B-E-E-J, 2004. Slide in those DMs, ladies. Do it. You should. You should. I don't think any women listen to this. I doubt it. I'd be amazed. If you're a woman, just let us know, because I'd be amazed if any ladies listening to our two, the two of us talk about wrestling and yeah. other shit that we talk about on here. Yeah. I don't talk about anything else but wrestling and Minecraft. Right. And other things that I might talk about that aren't wrestling or Minecraft. <laughs> yeah, that, that kind of narrows it Yeah, it narrows it down pretty well, don't it? Yeah. Uh, is there anything else? Five-star mm-hmm. reviews and comments right. and like, subscribe, so, and share, yeah. and tell your friends and neighbors right. and happy birthday, America. Yeah. I guess not for you because it's already past that. Right. Well, Tomorrow's my birthday. A, yeah. Hopefully I have a nice one. Yeah, hopefully, in the future, for a future girl. If you buds want to get me a present, you can tell your friends. Double double the listeners. We want to double our listeners. Yeah, so just tell somebody. Tell double the people that you normally tell about Buds Watch Wrestling. Yeah, that's true. And until next time, guys, that's BJ over there. Hey, Buds, Daryl over there. Peace out, Buds. See ya. Bye. Tell us. We love you. We will love you if you tell people. I already told you Yeah, it works.